Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to this podcast episode where I'm going to be talking about dealing with breakups and big life changes. Now, this is not something I would typically create a podcast episode on, but this has actually been requested uh, by someone in the community. And as some of you guys would know, I I had actually very, very significant separation last year. And I actually know quite a lot of people in my community that have been through relationship separations recently and also just big life changes, which a lot of the same things apply to. Um, And my breakup, my separation has been such a big I'm going to call it a spiritual journey. It has been such a big spiritual journey and I'm I'm still, you know, there's still stuff that I'm working through, but yeah, whoa. You know, I I I really chose to show up and be present and dig into what I can learn about myself through this and finding the you know, using it as an opportunity to, to learn about myself, to come, come closer to my truth, to my alignment and to really face like all the uncomfortable things and come through to the highest love perspective. And it's, it's been really difficult to do that. And it's taken quite a lot of time, I would say. Um, but it's been so, so rewarding. And, you know, I wouldn't have thought I would say that, uh, at the beginning of the process, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it really has been so rewarding, um, without, you know, without spiritual bypassing, without just being like, oh, everything is happening for the highest good. And, and it is, um, well, I mean, unless you're in your dysfunctional patterns, but but you've really got to go through, you've really got to go through to authentically get there. Otherwise, you haven't gone through it. You haven't learned the lessons. You're actually going to keep getting stuck in the same patterns, the same cycles. And depending what your patterns are, potentially locked in with the same person. You know, you're not going to be able to get over them. You're not going to be able to move on. Um, or your your patterns could be that you you jump to different people and, and, um, never resolve what's happened in a current uh, or a previous relationship. Regardless, you've got to go through it. It's really that, um, uh, it's really that Sufi saying the dysfunctional personality is the gateway to the soul. 
and you've got to go through. This is a time you've got to go through in order to get to your gold, in order to get to your highest truth and, you know, a place of authentic, true love. So anyway, that's what we're going to be chatting about in this episode. And yeah, a little bit, a bit of context about why I'm even creating an episode on this, um, because it's not my usual topics that I'm talking about. Although I just see that it is so relevant to my people and, you know, and to the journey I've been through recently. And, um, so I wanted to share that with you and, you know, and it had been requested. So that's why we're going to be talking about it today. And in sitting down to think about what I would write, I was like, oh man, what I would write, what I would say. I was just thinking, oh man, there, there is so much. And I could go through my journals when I started to have the big breakthroughs that oh, it's like, whoa, okay. That's what's really going on. You know, whoa, whoa, I'm creating this. That's what I, that's what I kept starting to realize like, holy shit, I am creating this. Not that, you know, not that you created necessarily what someone has done to you, but you create, you know, whatever situation you're in right now, you know, after that, how you've responded, um, where, where things are now, basically. Uh, so, uh, yes, I decided not to actually go through any of my journals and I, and I decided I'm going to have to surrender being able to really cover everything that I've learned through this process and that I would want to share to someone who also might be going through a breakup or a big life change, or maybe you're having friends dropping out of your life. You know, all of these things are really normal to happen when you are on your path of waking up and, and staying awake and following your heart, right? Is that we have We've got all these structures going on in our lives. Every relationship we're in is is in a structure. Um, And as we evolve and as we're moving closer or moving towards what we would love, old structures fall away, right? Structures that are no longer longer in alignment, no longer – no longer able to stay in place with the person we are becoming, right? And – that is the, that's definitely what happened for me in my relationship. So I'm a pretty private person in general. Like all my friends would know this. Any of my friends are listening, my close friends. So I don't talk about my relationship much. Um, I, I, uh, I, I guess I like, I, I really respect, um, you know, my partner's privacy and, and I'm just a bit of a private person. So without kind of going too much into my actual relationship, I would just share that I was in this relationship um, for about four and a half years and I and I was totally certain that this was my person. You know, this this is the person that I want to spend my life with. And we had the most amazing, beautiful connection uh, you know, through our whole relationship. And it was just very magical, so much magic. And I have had previously uh, many intense, you know, really connected relationships, 
but this was just on a different level and just the magic, like the, I can't even, you know, I would have, well, I would have to start telling you lots of stories to, um, convey to you the magic that was in it. So I was very much in the structure. I was very much like, this is a structure in my life and that's going to be a structure in my life, you know, forever. Um, so when something like that breaks down, so that could be a relationship that could be like some kind of work situation you're in or your business or anything, you've, you've got a structure in your life. When that breaks down, it can be very disorientated because without knowing it, you, what we often do is kind of fix ourselves in it. We're just like, okay, this is this is now like a, a concept and a structure that I build myself around and it becomes fixed and it becomes a way in which we orientate ourselves in our lives. So when that breaks down, it's very disorientating. It's like, whoa, hang on. What, like, what's going on? What is like, this is what I thought I knew. It takes away from us something we thought we knew, it takes away from us a certainty that we used to have. And while this is very, uncomfortable oftentimes because being in the unknown and and having a structure taken away is usually very uncomfortable it actually puts us in a very magical position it is an amazing opportunity to get in even more alignment with your highest truth right because what tends to happen is that you know we become complacent in structures or you know we a structure can also determine our behavior. In fact, structures do determine our behavior. All the structures we have in our life, the way we structure our consciousness, all of that determines our behavior. So when we have a structure fall away, it gives us this opportunity to go, well, what what do I want in my life? Like now that I've got a blank slate here, now that this thing is totally gone, what do I actually want? And this is such an awesome, powerful position to be in, even if it can feel really uncomfortable. And, you know, another time this happened to me relatively recently was when the pandemic started, quote unquote. Um, and the structure of my business and the way that I was running my business completely fell apart. It, com it completely <laughs> dissolved basically. And that was another time I had this opportunity of like, okay, now that that structure has been stripped away, I can see that structure is not actually my highest vision of what I would love. So what would I love? And creating that, you know, and going that from scratch. And so for me, I mean, it wasn't totally from scratch, but that was, that was amazing. I mean, that was so fucking uncomfortable and so <laughs> difficult in a lot of ways. And it really challenged me um, and triggered me, it triggered the fuck out of me. But I then built the business that I have now, which I absolutely love. And it was so good that that old structure fell away so that I could really go, okay, what would I love and go for that instead? So, you know, it's so valuable actually when we do have structures that fall away that are not our highest truth, that are not our, our ultimately what we would love, right? Because it frees us to actually come even more in alignment with ourselves. So, um, so I just thought that in this episode, I would go through a couple of 
I don't know, maybe to call them phases, phases or um, yeah, phases, stages that, you know, that you might go back and repeat <laughs> some of them multiple times that you probably will, depending how significant um, the either the breakup or the life change is. Uh, but that really help you move through, that really help you deal with it and that really help you use it as that um, opportunity for growth and for actually spurring you further into um, your potential, your highest potential, your highest truth, what you would ultimately love in life. Because that's what we want to use it as. Even though it can be really painful, it can be a springboard into a higher better version of yourself and your life, right? So the first one, the first kind of stage phase that I would say to go through is to fully flesh out your egoic version, your egoic triggers, what's going on for you on an egoic level, okay? So this is what you don't want to bypass. You don't want to bypass how your ego is interpreting this, what it thinks and feels about it, what it believes about it, um, and what it's trying to, you know, what is what how it's perceiving the um, situation as a threat, what it thinks is at stake. Like you don't want to bypass that because you won't. That's when you won't actually get over something. You won't actually get past something because this will still be, all of that will still be running in the background. So you absolutely first stage, first stage, and you're probably going to keep coming back to this stage uh, a few times or, you know, many, many times, maybe a few months, a year. You could be keep on coming back to this stage and fleshing out what is your egoic reality. So the thing that's really powerful about this is to flesh it out and to um, to observe, to know that this is not reality at all. This is your egoic reality. This is what your ego believes is happening. This is what your ego believes is at stake. It is not what is happening, okay? And sometimes your ego is going to really fight for that reality. It's it's going to be like no, this, you know, that person doesn't care about me. That person doesn't respect me. Well, you know, whatever your things are, like it's going to really fight for it, right? So you've got to you've got to just be able to recognize this is this is coming up for me and it's not real. It's not reality. It's not true. Yes, it's real that I'm experiencing it, but it's not reality. Okay. So, you know, a way to do this is just write, what are all my thoughts and feelings about what's going on? What am I afraid of? What am I upset about? What am I angry about? What do I want from the other person? What do I wish they did? You know, you just flesh that thing out as best you can and keep on doing it because chances are in the beginning, you won't actually really get to the bottom of it. You know, there'll, there'll be so much story coming out and you just keep going and you keep sitting with it and you keep having that intention to really get to the bottom of it so you can really neutralize it. Um, and it will come, it will come. So you keep going with that process. For me, so my breakup started or separation or whatever um, in May last year. Which sounds like a while ago, but trust me, it's been it's been so significant because of the 
significance of the relationship um, with the person and also so significant because it's it was just um I'm really I'm really not using the words traumatic anymore because it doesn't it's not traumatic but painful and intense <laughs> is what I would say Pain, like very very intense uh stuff to process um and so for me yeah like Going through this, it took, I start, it's in October is actually when I started to feel like I had the big breakthroughs and epiphanies of what was really going on here. Um, and it was through uh, October, November, December. And actually at the very end of December, at the very end of the year where I feel like I totally shattered this. So, you know, don't judge yourself if this has taken a while or if things keep coming up for you. And the the way to know whether you need to keep, you know, going back back to this phase or this step is is if you keep feeling conflict or turmoil or stuck or emotions around the um the situation. Like if you keep having that come up, you keep having resentment, sadness, depression, whatever. If if that stuff keeps coming up or, and you keep kind of getting stuck on the person maybe, um, then that you got to keep, you want to keep bringing to light what's driving that so that you're aware. And then you might get to the point where you know what that is. So then when it does come up, you know, okay, this is what's coming up for me. This is what's going on. You know, it might not be that you've got to keep there's something more and more to discover. But I would say often there is because often once you really get it, um, it, it really neutralizes. But that's not to say you can't get drawn back in and then you just got to keep neutralizing it again. So fully flesh out that egoic reality. Know that it is not reality. It is not reality. It's just, you know, your ego's perspective and, you know, that, that really vulnerable part of you that is orientated towards survival, you know, and we've all got it. It's totally normal. So then the next phase or step that is born directly out of that is vulnerability or, you know, this is, I've made up these phases, but <laughs> this is what was coming to me is, um, these phases is vulnerability. So our ego, you know, it feels very safe and very comfortable to be attached to the story we come up with. Even if you think it's a really shitty story, it's actually, it's very comfortable. Okay. And the vulnerability is in letting it go. It's in surrendering that. And so vulnerability, Vulnerability, I would say there's there's different aspects to it, but part of it to, is discovering what are you still trying to get from the person? What are you still trying to get from them? Or if it's a situation, you know, if you've had the, a big life change and you're finding it difficult to digest, what are you still trying to get from whatever it is that you think you want? What are you trying to get from it, right? So for me, I realized I was getting trapped in this situation or not moving past it because I was still trying to get significance from my, um, you know, the person that this was with 
I, I just feels weird to say X. I, I find that a funny term. But so this person, I was still trying to get significance, right? Um, and that was what was driving me to continue to get stuck and resentful was I, I was still, I was just trying to get significance. So oftentimes we're trying to get, you might be trying to get love, worthiness, belonging, significance, um, approval, like all these kind of just basic validation needs. Usually it is honestly what you didn't get from your parents. You're always unconsciously trying to get it in actually all the relationships you have, but obviously particularly in your romantic relationship. So it's about, yeah, getting down to that self-awareness of like, what am I, what am I still trying to get from this person? What's, what, what energy is my ego wanting? Um, but, and it's, it's tricky because it can really dress itself up as something very logical and rational when it's not, it is, um, it's keeping you locked in the situation and you, the way out of it is to recognize it and to recognize and find your wholeness so that you neutralize still needing and wanting to get something from the person or the situation before you can move on. Um, and that is how you're giving away your power. Um, so the vulnerability is to be able to acknowledge that and that can, you know, that can be really, people can not get to that because it's too vulnerable. It feels too vulnerable. And the other aspect I would say is just, is owning what comes up for you in that um, egoic reality that we talked about. And that's also so vulnerable because it's, What's not vulnerable is blaming the other person and or blaming the situation or blaming someone that was involved um, or blaming blaming yourself even. That that is a way to hide from the vulnerability of the pain that you feel that is actually yours. You know, it's it wasn't that wasn't done to you. And I I, get, I find that hard to get out because I feel like it's really hard for people to see when they're in their pain and I don't want to diminish anyone's pain if you're, you know, if you're in a lot of pain around something, but you really can get to this point where you see that it's you and it's your tender, you might experience it as your tender inner child, your tender little girl, your tender little boy, just that tender part of you that that wants desperately this Honestly, this thing they didn't get from their parents, um, this thing, you, you know, you, you're desperately wanting. And when you can just fully feel that, embrace that and own that as your own, that is when, you know, you move, you're moving through it. You have moved through it. You've gone through that dysfunctional personality. That's literally what that, that step is. And it takes enormous vulnerability to do it. Um, and I mentioned this in a podcast. I'm not sure exactly what one. It must have been one of the ones around New Year because I read Jonathan Livingston Seagull, awesome book, and there was just was somewhere in the book they said um, something about building your own heaven or building your own hell. And it was through this phase that I realized 
I was building my own hell by the story that I was attached to, that I had created, that, you know, that probably anyone, most people would confirm for me if I were to go and tell them about what happened. They'd be like, yeah, totally. But it was building my own hell. And you build your own heaven by letting it go. And it's fucking hard. Trust me, it's really, really hard. Or you probably know that if you've ever gone through that process, you would know it's really hard. So vun- so fleshing out that reality, then going into vulnerability by really owning and claiming what's coming up for you and as yours. And in doing that, you literally take your power back from the person or from the situation that's happening. So then the next phase, um, which actually I guess it's kind of really comes into those two when I think about it, but is just going for the truth. I think it's really born out of those two earlier two phases. Go for the truth. See the situation objectively without assumptions. Oh my God, it's so freeing. Your ego will probably come back in every now and again and place all the assumptions you've made about the situation. Pile them right back on because for some fucked up reason, it makes you feel good and you've just got to use your will to keep going for the truth. This is not truth. I made this up about the situation. This is not truth. You know, I'm making this up. I'm building my own hell. I'm actively building my own hell. Do I want to build my own hell or do I want to pass through to heaven? Yes, I want to pass through heaven, thanks. So I'm going to surrender all these stories that for some reason actually make me feel better about myself, even though they're shitty stories, okay? So going for the truth, see the situation objectively, that takes vulnerability. That really, that takes vulnerability and courage. Um, just, just see things as they are. Uh, and then the final phase, and this is the phase that is going to empower you. It's really going to fucking empower you and stop you from continuing to loop through the other shit. And that is to define and go for what you would love. All right. So what can really easily happen in breakups, or even if it's a life change, um, is that you get really stuck on that person, right? It's like, um, oh, well, you know, maybe are they the right person or should we get back together? Or there's all this questioning. Um, or they, they might not even, you know, you might not even be questioning that, but you basically, you get tunnel visioned and focused on the person, right? Um, whether you're considering having those kinds of thoughts or you're having the fuck you, you're a fucking asshole, <laughs> I would never be with you again kind of thoughts or just like, you know, maybe maybe you are genuinely having, we're just not right for each other thoughts. But the thing that's going to really help you powerfully move on in your life, and that doesn't mean you have to be over the situation or over the person totally, but the thing that's going to help you powerfully move forward and that will actually, you know, result in you naturally really releasing and getting over um, the kind of egoic ties and attachments to the previous person, um, even if you you do end up in a relationship with that person again. But the thing that's going to help you move forward powerfully is to connect to what you would love. You know, and when I first, I brought this up with my coach once 
um, some point last year, you know, just like, I'm not over this. This is really coming up for me. I think it was actually still pretty early on. And it took actually, I think, a few months for what my coach said to really drop in. So we we kind of looked at it a bit, but then we tuned into, okay, well, what would I love? What's the relationship that I would love? And what you want to make sure here is that you focus on the relationship you would love, not making up the person you think would give you what you love, right? So what's the relationship you would love? And then that's just what you orientate towards. So if you're having all this conflict come up around, well, is it that person? Should I go back to that person? Or how could I have been with that person? Or whatever's coming up, you can actually just focus, well, you know, okay, maybe I don't have total clarity about that. Maybe there's unknowns still surrounding that, but what would I love? All right. That right now is, you know, not obviously what I would love. Otherwise, there wouldn't be an issue. So I'm just going to focus on that and I'm going to be okay with that level of unknown or just with that thing existing in in my current reality. And this is what I would love. And it's actually continuing to refocus on that, that is going to move you forward and have you in your power place. So what you really want to tune into there is if the slate was wiped clean, what would you love? What do you really want? And this is the amazing opportunity of an old structure in your life falling apart, falling away, breaking down, is that you know, you've unconsciously probably made all these little compromises around that old structure or the person that was you when you got into that structure was is different to the to the you now and so there's all these kind of things that if you went into something again you totally wouldn't do but it's just kind of somehow been built into that structure right so here is where you get to be like okay well what would i fucking love you know and and i think it can be a really amazing feeling to actually connect with that from that blank slate, right? So connect with that and just make that your North Star, make that your orientation. So that's what you would love, you know, in terms of a relationship, but also just in terms of your life, in terms of all areas of your life, maybe some other areas of your life also just seem to open up, you know, without that, that, that structure, with that structure gone. So connect to that really, you know, really know what that is and choose that and stay connected towards that. And that's going to help you keep moving through the other cycles. Um, and, and then when, you know, if you find yourself getting stuck in the old situation, again, questioning yourself, we go, well, what, you know, what is it that I would love? It's this. Is that what I would love right now? No, it's obviously not because otherwise, otherwise this wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be in this situation and you orientate towards that. And I don't have to know. I don't have to know, you know, if it's going to be this person again, I don't have to know like, you know, how I'm going to meet that next person. I just have to choose and follow the path of what I would love. And that's it. Uh, You know, and I think that that, you know, helps you get through that. Is this the right choice? You know, that's the thing that comes up a lot. Is this the right choice? Have I made the right choice? You know, you might feel in your situation, might feel like you didn't get to make the choice. Maybe the other person in 
the way you experienced it made the choice, right? But just keep focusing on what you would love, not the person and not, you know, surrendering, needing to know who the person is and just actually, this is what I'm choosing for myself. I think the other big thing that I've just been noticing has been coming up for me as well is how can I trust myself and how, if I'm open um, with this person, how can I trust myself to make the right decision or to know what is right and not get sucked into something that's not right? And that's just a belief that's coming up that I have about myself and that I have about life and that I have about trusting people and trusting myself. And the thing to do there is to just keep orientating towards what you would love. And the good thing for me now is that I know I'm so in my creative orientation, that's so my choice in life, that when I connect to that, I'm not worried that I'm going to get my, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I know that I couldn't choose something that wasn't true for me. So that it's just that refocusing rather than trying to answer that question or solve the thing and then be like, well, I better protect my heart or I better do this. I better set up these defenses. If you've got all these defenses setting set up, I would say you're probably in your ego. You're probably in your dysfunction rather than in your creator and in what you would love. So the, the final thing that I just feel I'll mention just because it was a, a significant part of my process and so maybe it'll be helpful for you as well hearing this is how when I took back um, took back my power, took back my stories, took back all my shit around you know what had played out, what had transpired, in my situation, I could connect with this person with an open heart. And that for me was a sign of actually really getting it and moving through it. And that doesn't mean that I, that doesn't, having an open heart doesn't mean you go back into a relationship with someone or, you know, you become best friends or there's no way that an interaction actually has to look if you have an open heart, but actually just to be able to open your heart for me was a sign of, of getting through it, getting through my ego stuff that I don't have to defend myself. And I, and I'm not unconsciously trying to get something from the person anymore or being, um, disappointed or I don't even know what the right words are to put around it. It's just, it's just, it's just an energy, it's a feeling, it's a state, and it's a having melted the tension because there was all these egoic tensions going on of I need to get this, you've done this, whatever, and just to fully let go of any expectation, any any trying to get something and just to see that person as the person they are and that's it. I mean, I don't know if that really makes sense, but that's the best way I can put it into words. That's just you. You're doing your thing. This is me. I'm doing my thing. And that's it.
that's it. Do I want to engage with you or not? Like the, without anything else going on in that space between, that's really to me getting through and getting to getting to your soul, you know, and your ego will keep getting triggered. It's normal. It's always going to happen. Any high stress, any, um, you know, whatever could happen. And you've just got to choose not to go down that path at some point and remember and anchor back. What I would, what, what would I love? What am I trying to get from this person? What do I, what, what's my ego telling me this person's done to me? Um, what's the story I'm telling myself and I'm going to let it go because I'm choosing to build my own heaven, not my own hell. And I'm literally choosing for this to be a springboard into my, my next level of my life and my potential as this structure has dropped away and I'm, you know, I'm building or, or letting evolve the new structures that match the vibration and level that I'm living at now. Because chances are the you that you are now would go into um, a situation completely differently. Anyway, I hope that wasn't too abstract. I hope there was really, um, I hope you really got some some value, some nuggets out of that. It was a bit of a free flow with just those phases that I wanted to go through because I feel like that's just as I was tuning in before I created this, that, that feels like, you know, the things that you just keep working through, just keep chewing through to really um, move through to a place where, you know, it's actually an experience that moved you into your highest self and your soul because you went through the illusion that your ego built around you for the situation. And that's that's the beauty of any kind of major conflict. And when I say conflict, I just mean, I don't mean a, like necessarily a fight with someone, but, you know, something something where there feels like there's tension and, and a lot of kind of emotion and energy. And it's like, you know, that's the perfect opportunity because there's this whole illusion that your ego's built around it and you get to neutralize that and move into highest truth, highest love, your creator self. So that's all from me about dealing with a breakup um, and dealing, you know, it totally relates to dealing with a major life change. This is, it's totally a similar process I went through, as I said, when um, the pandemic started, people were going crazy, everything shut down. I moved into state, there was lockdowns. I didn't quite move. I just happened to go into state and stay here <laughs> because borders closed and yeah, my, the, my previous business structure crumbled. And what has emerged from that is the best thing ever, the best thing ever. And what is, what is emerging and going to emerge from this relationship breakdown, this this most magical fucking relationship that I had and the most beautiful connection and, oh, my God, I could never imagine being more in love with someone. Um, 
what is what is emerging and will emerge from that breaking down is the best fucking relationship ever like even better and that could eventually be with the same person could be with a different person but it's going to be even fucking better now because I'm even more I even more know who I am I'm even more aligned with my truth I'm even more you know I the structure I would build in my next relationship, you know, just next fucking level. So that's what it is. As challenging as it can be, it's an opportunity for that. So I pray this episode has served you as I, you know, feel like I repeat myself a lot, but (laughs) I, I hope there's been some real golden nuggets in there for you. And if there has, I would really love to hear about it. Like if this, if you have enjoyed this, I would really love to know about it. So I know to go with it, you know, for episodes like this, where it feels like, yep, this is what my audience would love. I've just had a major experience with this where I'm applying all of the tools I always teach to this um, situation. So please do let me know if you have enjoyed this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram at alexh.co or you can send me an email, alexis at alexisharvey.com. And that's pretty much it or any other way you know to contact me. I I really value um, hearing about it. And if there's anyone you know in your life that you think, you know, also might benefit from this, please share it with them, help you know, get this work and this message out there because it really benefits us all when we we really know how to move through things and live as our most empowered, highest love versions of ourselves. So I'm sending you so much love and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. All right. Mwah.